<laughs> last time on Fate's Rest. <laughs> hey guys, so what do you remember? I still it has think been the role for history to make the DM explain it is, better, is a better idea. I also vote for this. Yeah, do you remember what happened? <laughs> you always ask us, it's your turn. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at my notes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so I'm gonna go ahead and do it. You know what? Go ahead and do it. Everybody's half asleep. It's fine. Last time, our adventurers, they uh, got in, finished a fight with the Highwaymen Goblins and rescued some people. Uh, looted a bunch of uh, ill gotten gains from the Highwaymen and have uh, gotten back to the road and are heading north again. How was that? That's it. Seems kind pretty of, much uh, all we did last kind time. of underwhelming a little bit, but okay. It yeah. seemed a lot more uh, amazing <laughs> the last time I remember seeing, you know, doing an episode, but uh, let's go with that. <laughs> eh, give him a break. He rolled a three on his all performance. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is fine. <laughs> Alright, so the three of you are back on the road and have. Uh, went over to check on your little uh, your little ward Lyle mm-hmm. and when you get over there this uh, this this grand steed butternut banana nut or excuse me banana nut I called <laughs> it butternut banana nut is sitting down like Mr. Ed in front of this child protecting it butternut's the cousin it's probably one of the funniest sights anyone has ever seen And as soon as it sees y'all approach, it vanishes. Because the time it is it, it has been in the real world for far too long, it needs a break. <laughs> the horse vanishes? But Lyle is safe and sound. The horse. Yes, it was a fey horse. <laughs> I thought we went over this. <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't realize that it had a time limit. Okay. <laughs> It, it doesn't really have a time limit. It's just y'all were using it for a good five or six hours beforehand. And this whole ordeal, I'm going to say, took about an hour and a half. So it's pretty tired. Yeah, I think I do have a limit on it. I think that was like eight hours. That's roughly a good travel like time, so, huh? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I'm just gonna check so. on. Uh... Well, yeah. Check on Lyle. However, give me a medicine yeah. check. Because <laughs> I'm great at those. <laughs> <laughs> that will be an 18 total. Oh. 18. <laughs> yeah, he's super fine. He's just snoring away. Or as uh, Yulby has thought before, he's dead. He's not dead. <laughs> <laughs> I think he thought that because Zug has like sleep acne and he stops breathing in his sleep. No, Zug is one hundred and like ten thousand percent a snorer. I mean, 
to be fair, we were like in the middle of walking together and like doing things, and we look back and Zug is just like sleeping on a slab of rock. Like it wasn't a very clear transition into sleep. Like, we're like, oh, he just died all of a sudden. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Well, the sunset, right? Right. Uh, it is getting... It's it's in the middle of sunset, is what we'll say. In the middle of sunset. It's dusk. That's the word. Dusk. Well, we should probably camp. Uh, I think we should at least get away from the cornfields and the road. I don't know that we have too many options considering we no longer have a horse and we still have a cart unless you intend to leave the cart here Yobi's just gonna walk over to the cart and just try dragging it herself of course she is I love her (laughs) spring check (laughs) Uh, well I mean I guess while she's doing that, I do have the ability to summon mine as a ritual. <laughs> as a straight up strength check, that's gonna be an eight. <laughs> you try and try and try, but you just can't get it to Too punch. tired. <laughs> but no, I think it's best to get off the road in case the. Uh, rest of the goblins find their friends and come back. They might want revenge. So uh, he's going to, if no complaints, he's going to do his uh, ritual for his horse. I don't know. I'm looking at the rules here. Push, drag, or lift. I can push, drag, or lift to weight in pounds up to twice your carrying capacity or 30 times my strength score. Uh. The thing is, you're also <laughs> sleepy. See. And I can, I can take whatever you just said and go a size category up because I'm an orc. <laughs> oh, well. I tried. <laughs> it was worth trying. <laughs> yeah. God. So you ritual summon your steed. So based on that calculation, Zug can push, drag, or lift almost a thousand pounds. <laughs> Jeez. Holy cow. <laughs> I mean, I can push a car, so that's that seems about right. Yeah, that's a valid point. I've seen people, I mean, it's not comfortable, but I've seen people push cars for a hot second, so yeah. why couldn't they uh, push a cart? That's a couple that's I'm a just, couple I'm just kind of impressed that my, uh, <laughs> my, my wizard can pull that much. <laughs> Again, beef wizard. But yeah, uh, Rich will summon my, uh, my white uh, steed to... Uh, put it up onto the cart, or attach it to the cart so we can go find a spot up ahead somewhere off the road. Yeah. So, uh, not far down the road. You're maybe, I'm going to say 20-30 minutes down the road. You find a nice clearing. Looks like people camp here all the time. 
there's remnants of a campfire and uh, wheel marks from ca uh, caravans and wagons and stuff like that. And it seems relatively secure. You got an overlook from some rocks and some trees. It's a good, safe area to camp for the night. Now tell me, does everyone have bedrolls? I believe so. Um, I'm gonna just take a look. That's a wonderful question. I do! Well, I have a blanket. <laughs> not a bedroll. <laughs> <laughs> I also do not have a bedroll, but he does carry uh, a pelt from an animal he's killed in the wilderness. So he uses that as a blanket. Alright. Alright, so that's a it's a very uncomfortable camp. Well, as we've already reiterated, he sleeps on rocks, so I don't think he minds. Everybody else, it's their problem. <laughs> I mean, you also know you'll be story a decent bed, it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, well, I feel singled out here. Kelly, on the other hand, is going to very carefully unroll her bedroll and kind of set up her little sleeping spot. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I think by the time well, she's done, before... the other two are asleep. <laughs> uh, no, Yulpi has to take off all her armor before bed. Well, before any sleep oh, time, right. uh, Zug is going to look for somewhere that is... What's the size requirements for alarm? No more than a 20-foot cube if I can find something that uh, he can put up like a, a little alarm spell. You can probably just 20-foot cube around Give where we're sleeping. A... I'll say it's a survival check. Decent enough at those. I was just going to say you could probably just 20-foot cube around like the campfire where we're sleeping. Well, so it's made for like windows or uh, doors so you kind of have I think it's like 20 foot cube overall you can't have a high sky I think that's part of the penalty but yeah you said okay, so I roll an 11 so 20 foot cube around the campfire <laughs> essentially yeah that's what you're going to try to do you're like well I can't find any trees that are hung down low enough there's no rocks that come over far enough just you probably like step maybe like take some some branches and stack them over the the fire kind of like a uh what is it a um a makeshift uh fire pot you just make it all right and you cast it there it it, it looks flimsy but the the magic holds and you now have your alarm spell set up And so, you, as you do all of your, uh, uh, oh, unless y'all have other things you want to do before you well, go I to bed. I think I thought would be kind of funny after he gets the alarm set up. I imagine you'll be still getting her armor off and Callie might be still trying to set up her nice, you know, sleeping spot. He's just gonna lay down on the ground, pull the fur over himself and just be like, I'll take the second watch. He's gonna go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's, 
that. <laughs> so, Callie, and you'll be having anything they want to do before bed. Uh, sure. Yeah, Callie just looks over at Yulby, and then down to like the back at Yulby, and just um, I suppose would you like to take the first watch or the last watch? Probably first would be the better idea, since I can see in the dark better. I can see in the dark just fine, but I do understand your point. Um, <laughs> I suppose <laughs> when you wake Zug up, just remind him to wake me up next. Uh, have a good night. You too. And then she'll start putting the armor back on again. <laughs> <laughs> And I do want to say Yulby's just going to patrol around the camp I do want to say uh, he would have set the alarm spell For an audible alarm and he would have Warded it so us three could pass through Without setting it off Which means Yulby can sit and relax She doesn't actually have to actively walk around She's going to actively walk around Well I mean 20 feet cube is not a lot of area (laughs) They can get right up on top of us before they set that off So it's probably smart to walk around also, it's not as though Zug told any of them what they were, what he was doing. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Just like mess around with the fire a whole it's bunch. Fair. Like, all right, second watch, good night. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, it's he would have he did explain it the right. first camp uh, night with when uh, yeah when, when there were doors and but, things. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Yilby <laughs> wasn't part of that conversation. <laughs> nope. Alright. So, first watch. Go ahead and give me a perception check. That will be a 17. First watch is a pretty uneventful. You Every now and then you'll see a, a, a random critter run around and uh, just out of range of the of the fire and they'll run past and kind of like watch for a second and then move past you other than that it's pretty uneventful and Yobi would have done Mm -hmm. like four hours so all she needs to do is trance compared to the other two yeah Uh, otherwise I think she would have just kind of like Happily hummed along as she walked around the camp. And when it came around time to wake up Zug, she would poke his cheek. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's your turn. Time to wake up. Okay, I need you uh, before you do that. (laughs) I want to say at even or odds, which cheek do you poke? Uh... The right one. The right one. Okay, I think you're lucky, that one. (laughs) (laughs) 
say he probably drools when he sleeps, especially for a really stressful day. Oh. So now he's gonna kind of shake his head, get up. All right. And step away from the campfire to start his watch, because he's gonna also want to. Since you know alarm's not that big of a range, he's gonna want to keep an eye out a little further away. Yep. And as you start your watch, give me a perception check. Stellar. 13. 13. Um, pretty much the same as uh, as Yulby's watch. Every now and then you'll hear or see a, a, a wild animal just kind of off in the distance or maybe in a tree somewhere nearby. It's nothing like super, super... Uh, concerning or anything what kind of wild uh, animals but <laughs> none of the none of the chicken lizards there's no chicken lizards uh, but for the most part it's pretty much a very uneventful and quiet uh, watch the last couple of hours of uh of the night show up and it is time to switch watch again for the last watch so yeah, he's gonna have a bit more uh, a bit more friendliness and kind of stand back a little bit when he uh, will kind of say kind of say Callie's name to wake her up for her watch uh yeah she'll wake up easily enough and kind of rub her eyes and stretch a little bit and look over at him and just my turn already? Alright. Just get up and get going. She doesn't have armor or anything to put on so she can just stand up and pick up her uh, sleeping things and get right to, to watch. So The perks of being squishy spellcasters. <laughs> <laughs> To be fair, a bedroll does take a little bit of time to put away. I mean, away. it's like a rolling up a sleeping bag, essentially, right? You know, maybe it takes like two minutes or so. Well, yeah, to get all your stuff put away, you start your watch. I'm going to need a perception check. Uh, deciding to be super slow um, that is an 8 but if it's sight based I get advantage so that's 11 8 this is this is sight based you get an 11 alright well you hit the magic number I was looking for certain numbers to be rolled and you hit the magic number <laughs> it's nothing big so I'd say it's probably dawn is approaching. It's near the end of the night, and uh, along the main road, not far off from where y'all are camped at, um, a group of um, armed adventurers uh, come passing by. 
for the most part, they tend to uh, ignore you. But uh, what you can see. You said from which direction? Let me pull up that thing. Uh, they're over on the road, and y'all are since y'all are off to the left of the road, you're probably looking back east. Okay, so this is back from the way we came, or and they seem to be heading north. Yeah, they're heading. Okay, they're heading the way y'all were heading. Thank you. That's sorry. I should have classified or clarified that. All right. All right. So, one of which. In the uh, in the dawning of the uh, of the of the morning, uh, is wearing these shiny black and green robes, with a, a hood over his head. And every now and then, you see something crawl across him. Can't tell what it is, but every now and then you see something crawl. Something crawl across him? Like how? Yes, crawl across the. It's a different how, color how from his robe. It crawls across his robes. Can't tell what it is. Um. Palm size, probably. Okay, all big enough, I big enough to. S- all I, as a human person out of character, could imagine is like a really big cockroach, and that's disgusting. Um, <laughs> I know this is a magical <laughs> fantasy land, so there's probably a different explanation, but that's that's the only thing that. My yes, can imagine. magical cockroaches. Uh, anyway. Uh, next to him walks a, um, a rather tall, uh, genasi woman, and you can tell she's a water genasi because her hair seems to glow a brilliant blue in the dawning sunlight. She wears, uh, a, a really, uh, a really shiny set, almost brand new set of purple and white plate armor and seems to have clothing uh, str- uh, flung over her shoulder. And uh, the third person is a little bit behind the others. Is um, You can't really make out his features too much, but he doesn't seem to be wearing any clothes from what you can tell. Um, he doesn't have very defined features other than a few ropes that are tied around uh, one on each wrist and one around his waist. And it seems to big knotted ropes. And they seem to be moving north towards the way y'all were headed. Okay, can I clarify? These ropes, they're just hanging loosely off of him or the other people are holding on to these ropes? They're No, no, no. They're 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 tied to him. Like one's a belt, the other's like wrist wraps. They seem to be part of his wardrobe. But he doesn't seem to be wearing any clothes. Living clothes. I'm sorry. No clothes? What? I'm sorry. So he's wearing <laughs> a belt and two rope bracelets and nothing else? Pretty My- much. Oh. <laughs> 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 they don't they don't they don't notice y'all off to the side. As your fire is dying out, and it is now morning time, and your watch is Callie over. never takes watch again, and we nobody ever finds out why. <laughs> <laughs> it's about forty-five minutes after they walk by. So since I can see, um, basically everything, um, can I at least discern 
probably what race he is. You said there wasn't a lot of distinguishing features. All right, so what I so what you will discern? I know, I know, I got an eleven, but at the same what, time, I'm what like, you saw. There, he doesn't have anything covering up his features. I'll tell you what, since Callie may or may not have ever met one of these out other than in like maybe a marketplace or anything give me a okay this is concerning not really everything you do is concerning you're the dm (laughs) i haven't tried to i remember a giant death cat um it's 11 Apparently, I'm glad she moved on from the fours, but, uh, you know. It, I mean, it's above what you needed to, to get what you needed anyway. What you would notice is that you see these a lot as uh, market traders, and every now and then you'll see them guiding a caravan, but it was a Warforged. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Normally, they have a lot more clothes well, on guess. than what he had on. <laughs> So it throws There's you a difference a between seeing what is essentially a robot walking by without clothes and seeing just a whole man walking by without clothes. Could also be a woman, if you don't judge. I mean, not to say that Warforged aren't people, but there, there's, a, there's a clear difference here in reactions. Um, okay, this is fine. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> but yeah, about forty-five minutes after they pass by, it is every end of watch is over, and everyone begins. That's a long up. rest, right? Right? Yes. Yes, that is a full long rest. Yeah. Everybody gets one. Yay! <laughs> I feel useful again. I'm gonna check on Lyle before I start putting armor on. How's that boy doing? He's been out for a while. Okay. <laughs> so, by checking on him, do you, like, poke him and try to wake him up? Essentially? Yeah. Very gentle, though. She learned at school how to wake up children properly. <laughs> he kind of... So, this time, when you poke him to try to wake him up and try to, like, see if he's alive, he kind of, like, rolls over to his side a little bit and says, Five more minutes. Okay, and And she'll put her blanket on top of him. (laughs) (laughs) He seems to have needed a a lot of sleep. You might even say he needed a a longer rest. Um. Mm -hmm. The the longest rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Although I don't think that there's much of a reason to do this. I think Callie would, now that there's more light out in this little area that they've decided to camp, she would like to kind of look around and get I guess her bearings a little bit, but also mostly look to see if there happened to be any of those flowers about. Alright. So you can roll either I'll say either investigation or nature for this one because it has to do with 
specific things. Okay. Do I guess nature. I have the same add to both of those. Rolling with my physical dice because D&D Beyond is being super slow. Uh, that is a 10. Great job, Callie. I'm proud of you. A 10. Alright, so there's no flowers that you can see nearby. Not, not, at least none of the crystal flowers. Neither the, the purple or the, the, the regular ones, the dark ones you keep find, you're looking for, or the, the greener ones that show uncorrupted fae around. Uh... You just I mean, there's probably random wildflowers like a couple sunflowers, maybe some daisies. Just just random wildflowers okay. all over the place. After after a little bit of searching, you actually find an old signpost that looks like it was, it kind of fell over from age, and it has on there uh, to the south. It'll, it'll show a sign pointing southwards, and I actually have the a south indicator on it, and it says Liberum. And then it'll have a, uh, an arrow pointing upwards with a north indicator that says Rober. Well, at the very least, we know we're on the right track. Not that we suspected otherwise, but... Once everyone's awake, she'll go one over to the others, whatever they're doing in the morning, and just... Um... She'll, she'll go ahead and describe the uh, interesting set of adventurers that she saw that they may or may not end up running into since they're going the same direction. You know, I, yeah, so I mean, really, other Pazug in the mornings, yeah. I mean, you've heard his uh, morning singing at least once now. They had to hear about the adventurers, so. Unless Gilby has anything else. Um. I'd like to know if I could do a history check on the water genasi woman with purple and white plate armor. Oh. Yes, so you I caught did. that. Alright, so when she describes this, this, this woman to you, um, give me your history check. Actually, give it to me with advantage because this is part of your uh, paladin group. So, oh well, between a one and an eighteen, that's going to be a sixteen total. Sixteen total. All right. So, you will know now. You've probably seen her in the uh, the temples every now and then. Uh, maybe you've maybe worked with her uh, on a. Um, with a bunch of other uh, clerics or paladins on an escort job or whatever. But what you will know is her name is Ashana. She is a water genasi who uh, is part of a guild that specializes in adventuring. And exploring ruins and uh, helping people and she kind of joined in not long after you did to the order you'll be just looking at the others like yeah that might be sister Ashana she's pretty cool I shall go wake up Lyle yeah mm -hmm. um, and yeah other than 
sounds like Bugman and uh, Sister. Seems like an interesting sight to see on the road. Brains. You just said the green and black robes is like the like if you look at a fly, like the way they have that green and black split, that's my brain pictures. So that's what Zug sees, and he's gonna call it a bug robe. Oh god. Paul no, not not the That'd not the scary. like things on him, but his robe looks like a fly. So he's like it's a fly man. That's that's what you saw. No, that that sounds like the other religion, but I just I can't remember the name of it. Um All you kids in your newfangled religions. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, she said, if if she tells everyone about the Adventurers Guild, I will know. I, I will tell you. You've all heard of it. It is uh, just a, a random collection of different people from all over all over uh, the world, and uh, they essentially have the craziest reputation for doing the craziest stuff. Okay, so this Adventurer's Guild doesn't have a name. Lisette Stoltis. I like how you assume that Yulby would have said anything, but she was pretty content with, <laughs> uh, yeah, that sister, she's pretty cool. <laughs> and moved on with her life. <laughs> That's why I said if she said oh, Okay, because she, she was like, it. you're all familiar with this. I was like, we're familiar with the general concept of adventuring guilds. <laughs> We're familiar with the uh, generic guild that every uh, action RPG game has in it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you wake up, uh, Lyle, and he wakes up with his stomach growling loud enough for all three of you to hear it. Yeah, she'll give him some of the banana nut bread she's got. Oh boy, does he scarf that down. He's like, I haven't... It feels like I haven't eaten in months. (laughs) Ah, yeah, well, I know that feeling too. It's not too bad. It'll be okay, and she'll pat his back. Probably be harder than she intended, just because she's a strong girl. But she'll help him up. Heading to town, we'll get something better over there. He, he looks around. He's like, "Where? Where are we? Where are we going? Mm-hmm. North? <laughs> where? Where we are is." campsite on the road where we're going is Rebire. So we're what? A little over a day from where we last? That was the town we had him in, right? Or how far away from that town he's from? You're about a day... No, take that back. You're about half a day's journey from the War Beast, which was two days away from uh, so, the town of Liberum. rounding thereabouts three days from Liberum north. Um, yes, we're headed up past the the tree in the north, and then 
past the northern mountains, from what I understand. Uh, we'll happily drop you off wherever you like along the way. Uh, any thanks for a moment? Harley told me to stay with y'all until we get to the tree. That's what I remember from my dream. Oh, you remember your dreams? Sometimes I have the hardest time. I think last night it was about... I feel like it was like horses and bread. It was a lot of fun. I remember that. <laughs> Callie does her best to not laugh at this. She's trying to be polite. <laughs> But also, it's really funny. Elves just trance as well, so I feel like this is just Yulby's daydream while she meditates. She'll look at the others. She'll get her whistle out so she can call Banana Nut. And be like, Ready? This yeah, ritual cast is steed again so they can uh, travel on. There. I think Lyle will look at Banana Nut, look at the cart, look at Zug, look at his horse. Which Did you ever name that horse? I did, but I couldn't find the name to pronounce, so I haven't actually did a name yet. I just know it'd be a word in Celestial, so and, it'd be a word uh, probably nobody understands. <laughs> and uh, he looks at Callie, and then back at the cart, he says, I guess I can ride in the cart. That's fine. It looks comfy. I, well, that's where you were riding all day yesterday, so... I don't remember yesterday. Matter of fact, I don't remember then the last three days. how do you know it's days. been three days? Because you said three three days from Liberum. That's what I remember He's last. there. Fair enough. You must have bonked your head real hard. It's okay. Um, we all climb in the cart and go? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You all climb onto your respective places where you will ride the rest of the way to Roper. <laughs> yeah, the cart is a one-person cart because it's a chariot. Because Yulby didn't build it very well. <laughs> I, I didn't quite Remember? mean everybody in the cart. That's just how it came out. Um, yeah, so Zug on uh, his horse, Yulby and Kelly and... <laughs> Yobi's horse and then the kid in the cart. Yep. As he climbs into the cart, he pulls the, uh, out of his out of his tunic. He pulls a a piece of hardtack and starts nibbling his, uh, on it. Who has to keep resummoning his horse every hour as a ritual cast, but that's okay. <laughs> you literally have to stop every hour. I don't have to stop. So I, if I remember correctly, uh, Zug's horse is faster, so he can catch up. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all are about 
I'm gonna say five hours out from Robur. Horse riding, five hours. Oh, we'll catch up with the other group. Yes. You will eventually catch up to the other group. Unless they met something along the way. You don't know. Mm. Met their death on the road. <laughs> no. Yobi's just going to go back into the game of ice. Bye. Zug, Zug appreciates <laughs> more as he falls behind. <laughs> <laughs> I think Lyle is participating in I Spy with a mouthful of hardtack every time he <laughs> says something. I Spy flowers. Wait, is that how that works? No, you have to do the color. Oh. I Spy purple. She'll look back to <laughs> Callie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, do you mean Callie? No, he points ahead. No, purple. She'll pull out her robes. Also purple. <laughs> He's like pointing off to the side of the road. No, purple. There's like some purple flowers, just <laughs> like daisies and wildflowers <laughs> off to the side of the road. Purple. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, you won that one. <laughs> Alright, so I guess as y'all are writing, go ahead and give me a perception check. Oh man. That's gonna be a 14. Oh, it chipped me so hard. <laughs> it was on the 19, hit the edge of the screen, and rolled onto the 9, so an 11. After advantage, that's a Oof. nine. Um, her, her passive seventeen. <laughs> See, I had disadvantage, and the other one was a twenty, and I feel so jealous. <laughs> What's really bad is uh, you'll be still is the only one that sees it. <laughs> Just wait, I'll get sunglasses in this world and that disadvantage is gone, baby. <laughs> so about three hours of riding. Uh, you're not far. You can actually start to see the, the tops of the city walls in the distance. And um, you actually see uh, the glinting of sunlight on, uh, so up ahead. See the city in the distance. How large is the city? for where we're currently located. So what you see is a small log wooden wall. Well, from the from where you're at, it looks small. Just outside the tree line. So, so we just see a wall at this point. We don't actually uh, yeah. see the buildings or anything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you don't see the buildings yet. I had to decide. So I see glinting armor. Is the glinting armor like... On the side of the road or on the road? It's on the road. It seems to be moving in the same direction y'all are. 
I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I had to figure out how upset I was going to be seeing this city. He doesn't like big cities. It's a good thing Lebrun's <laughs> not a big city. <laughs> So that's what you see. Um, so Callie sees nothing. You said you'll be the only one who sees it, right? Correct. With your active rolls, you'll be the only one that notices it. I would say with your passive perceptions, Callie's not really paying attention to that. I'd say she's still trying to play I Spy with Lyle, who is still chock full of, uh, of hardtack. Because it takes a long time to eat that dry. Hmm. It sucks. Yeah, you'll be just gonna keep on going like usual. They usually see better than she does. She has no reason to be like, oh, look ahead, there's armor. Nah, dude. It sucks passive. He probably ran up on top of me before he realizes it. So yeah, let's see, that tracks. <laughs> we just we just thunder past these uh, yeah. people that were on the road. <laughs> so he kind of just hard gallop right past after about twenty minutes, right past the adventurers that Callie saw in the night, in the breaks of dawn. And I guess they don't say anything to us, so we don't notice them. Goodbye. Of, like, <laughs> quickly get out of the way as you haul ass past them. <laughs> yeah. So after you've passed these adventures, and uh, not long after that, maybe an hour and a half later, you come up to the city gates. Oh. Uber and these. I got real confused because yep. I thought Zug passed him, so I was just like, well, I guess we don't. <laughs> no, no, Yubi would have stopped and been like, oh, hey. Oh, you got No, she's okay. just like riding on the horse cool. and she just like wave hello. It's like, hey, sister. I think after like scurrying out of the way real quick as first Yulby and Callie pass with the cart uh, Zug quickly follows behind they kind of like she she squints a, you can see this woman squint a little bit and then like a moment of dawning starts and as she goes to wave it, it they kind of pull it out of the road as another uh, cart goes to pass by and the really, the really sad part about this is we passed them an hour and a half later we get to the gate so Zog would have to resummon his horse at some point from passing them and getting to the gate. <laughs> <laughs> this is not the best form of travel. Nope. Should find a way to upgrade that. <laughs> Alright. So as you reach the gate, you notice that this small wall that you saw in the distance towers above y'all. The trees are a lot larger than than the average forest tree and uh, this fence or wall 
which is large tree trunks that have been uh, essentially ground down into stakes surround this section of the forest and um, reach about 12 to 15 foot high and there's a small crowd in front of the gates them some big trees um, could you describe the energy of this crowd like is it people waiting to get in is it people like gathering around some sort of terrible thing that happened is it excitement like what's like the vibe yeah I was just about to get to that go ahead and just roll me okay, vibe checks Fine. Which, which one's that I'm guessing it's insight, which would be a 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as you approach all this, you actually hear someone talking above the crowd, and this crowd seems excited. And the voice is kind of familiar, which you can't write quite place where you've heard it before. And um, you hear is like, step right up, step right up. I've got plenty of things to sell, and they won't let me in the gates till it's gone. So, take your pick. And he's and you hear people buying stuff for like five gold and ten gold, and it's just a bunch of different different stuff being sold. It's kind of like an auction or a, a, a what are those? A, a, a swindler's auction is actually what they're called from the old west. A swindler's auction. Is there anything that looks worthwhile? Worthwhile. Does it look like our goblin friend? Hmm. I tell you what, since you have to fight through the crowd to see it. I'm on a horse! Uh, give. You are on a horse, but it's still a large crowd, and there are people who still tower over you There's while you're people. on your horse. Those are Goliaths. Hmm. They're like seven, eight foot tall. Sucks. You know, what, horses how tall? Plus six foot? I mean, is like standing on his horse? Oh, fair. So it'd be like four foot on top of the horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a little, it's, a little, it's a little too long of a day for me if you're doing complex math like that. <laughs> <laughs> but since you are listening to this voice and you are trying to see what this person is selling... Give me, in, hmm, give me investigation checks. Investigation checks. Um, also, too, uh, Zug did threaten that if he found this goblin again, he was going to kill him. So, uh, that is a dirty twenty on Zug. <laughs> a dirty uh, twenty. That's a nat twenty for an eighteen. Yeah, just go ahead and pass me. It's a six. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both Yulby and Zug will notice. Who doesn't? He doesn't see y'all yet. But you will notice that this is the goblin from before. He seems to be selling a bunch of the stuff that he took from that windmill at the gates. And it's just 
like random items like there's a couple of uh crossbows and maybe some uh card game or card sets or uh there's maybe the chest set it's just just a random assortment of stuff Yelby just yells out over the crowd. You all know that's stolen goods, right? So as you yell this out, the goblin notices y'all. And he turns from his grayish green color, he turns almost pale white. <laughs> and he starts gathering up what money he can and tries to hurry off. And as he does, his hood comes off, revealing this bright purplish blue hair that sticks straight up. And he says, as he's trying to scurry off, he says, Sorry, sorry, folks. Uh, the great Dizzy Dazzle must close shop for the day. And uh, we will see about opening tomorrow. And he scurries off. And that is where we'll stop. Wasn't he red? Was he red? <laughs> I'm oh, sitting my no, brain. like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'll retcon later. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a month well, no, and a half. Uh, no, it's fine. Just the my big one ones, detail was like the big ones I were red. It was I red. Thought, oh, but I don't remember. Ooh. Scrolls in my notes. I thought he was a the red goblin and not a green <laughs> goblin. Yeah, that's what I thought. He might he he might be. But the one detail I will say is it his hair is. I don't what his hair was like oh, yeah. on It was red. <laughs> okay. He had a hood on. Alright. Was he red? Yes, he was red. Okay. I just didn't want to think I was crazy. Alright, I will recommend that. <laughs> Sorry, <please>. listeners, he was red. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> and I just, like, go ahead uh, and, like, put a voice over of yourself. Everybody <laughs> makes mistakes. Comes in red. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning into our little adventure there. Uh, we do like to hear from you all, and a good place to do that would be in our Discord. We also would like to hear, you know, where you're listening to, how you're listening, maybe a little bit about you there. So Discord's a very good place for that. I've been trying to play some games in there on occasion, see if we can get people in there for some fun outside of the storyline. If you would like to join in, that'd be a good time for everybody involved, I think. Thank you once again for listening to it.